It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Shanghai Chronicles, hey. Shanghai Chronicles, hey. Shanghai Chronicles, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Pop it because it's Shanghai Chronicles, hey. Pop it because it's Shanghai Chronicles, hey. I got the tea, I got the tea, I got the tea. If you don't pop it with me, he. I got the tea, I got the tea, I got Shanghai. I got the tea, I got the tea, I got Shanghai. Chronicles, Shanghai. Chronicles, Shanghai. America, twerk is something. What you won't do? I got the tea. Shanghai Chronicles. Shanghai Chronicles. Hey, hey, twerk it, hey, twerk it. Shanghai, hey, hey, Chronicles. Shanghai Chronicles. Shanghai. Hey, good people. Welcome to Shanghai Chronicles. This is episode 89, Speechless. Hope everyone had a good weekend. I know I had me a good weekend. That bitch was tired. I thought I was going back out on Saturday night, but I ended up falling asleep at 9 o'clock. Okay, so I am officially old, okay? Can't hang out like I used to. This bitch ain't got it no more. Clearly, okay? Um, so... Hope everyone's getting ready for this wonderful work week that's upon us here, good people. So let's get into it. A lot of the things that went and happened this past week. Okay, so let's get into the shit. So, damn America, who actually protects the transgender community? So I don't know if everyone saw this young guy. Um, he committed suicide. He's 20. He's from Philly. And, um, basically he kind of got like, um, not kind of, but you know, it's a video that went viral where he got bullied or whatever. Um, because people find out that he dated a transgender woman and, you know, he was just coming at the people and was like, you know, y'all can say whatever y'all want about Faith. You know, he was like, he really didn't care. Um, if she's not passable, um, he was like, I don't care. She wasn't born a woman. She is a woman to me. And I love her flaws. That what makes her faith. Like, I guess he's saying that's what makes her faith or whatever. And he's like, um, I'm happy and you know, you should be happy for him. And that's what he wrote online. Despite all the backlash he got or whatever. So after the clip surfaced on like social media and um like a lot of people saw it and you know comments and stuff the guy kind of the guy fell into like a deep depression so you know after he fell into the deep depression he then committed um he committed suicide. So, um, 
the thing about it is like you know a lot of people they don't understand the trans you know community um they they you know still look at it as you know you're being gay or whatever the case may be um When the guy came out about it, it's a lot of people that like were in his same like in the same predicament in the same shoes as him, and they don't want to come out about dating someone for the trans community because they you know know the the flaws and you know know what people are gonna say and you know their opinions and things like that. Um, my thing about it is just like you know. You should be able to, you know, love who you want to love, be with who you want to be with. And at the end of the day, you don't have to answer to anyone but the Lord above. And I feel like there is a lot of stories coming out about the trans community where it's to to point where like people are uh missing people are dying um especially in the black um trans community and you know the thing about it is uh a lot of people are very confident in their choices in their life a lot of people are very um aware of you know circumstance circumstances and things like that and a lot of people are just like you know at this point I honestly don't really care I'm going to do whatever I want and do whatever I feel necessary and the other thing about it too is social media can be a lot for a person um you know people sit there and just write comments and just go in and a lot of people you never know what mind frame they might be in at the time when they're reading those comments they take every little thing to heart like they pick every single thing apart with those comments and from the friends bullying him and him kind of standing up to the friends and, you know, saying whatever he said or whatever the case may be, I guess he didn't think or feel that social, like, social media would pick up on it so much and then it goes so viral like that because he probably didn't even really, not probably, he didn't care about what the guys were saying to him at the store. So I, I saw the video and he's basically just telling the guys, he's like, you know, so what if I date trans women, like, that's my preference. That's who I like. Blah, blah, blah. So, you know, of course, the era of social media cameras, you know, it went viral. And I'm sure the guy went home, looked at the comments, and just felt bad, you know. And he probably never had that much backlash before over something like that in his life. I mean, he was only 20. So... A lot of people, too, aren't secure in their sexuality. A lot of people are very, you know, insecure when it comes to certain things like that. A lot of these um, men that claim to be so hard and so tough, they're the ones that be the ones that are on the down low and, you know, don't want to come out about certain things because they just have this wall up of thinking they're just so big and bad and, you know, this, that, and the third. And that's, 
nines is under 10, not the case. So they just have a lot of insecurities and they put those insecurities on other people and that starts to weigh other people down and put them into a type of depression. So I always wonder, like, you know, they have that LGBTQ community and they have people that back them up and that support them. But it's like, you know, with the trans community, I don't really see that much support i don't really see that much people like rallying around them um i may be wrong i just never like come across it seen it haven't seen people like voice it and then i got kind of like con concerned too because i was just like okay i see all these black um trans people dying and missing so it was just like okay do we have like a hate crime here do we have people going around and just uh don't like transgender people or and you know black transgender people and killing them you know it's this considered a hate crime and i always felt that it was just based off of me just looking at the different articles and you know people popping up things like that so i'm just like you know who actually protects them so I really commend that young man for stepping out in his truth, for, you know, being him, for loving who he wants to love. I mean, at the end of the day, you have a lot of people out here that are loving people for all the wrong reasons, unloving people, and people shit on them 20 times a day. And I think that we as a people, we just need to understand and learn that everyone is not like you. Everyone is not going to be interested in the same things you're interested in. Everyone's not going to love the same things that you love or love the same person that you love, opposite sex or whatever. So I feel that, you know, we should support people in their decisions and just understand that this is what they want to do. This is what they're comfortable in. And, you know, this is their life. And they're the ones that, you know, at the end of the day, when they leave from this earth, they just have to answer to the man above, you know. So I don't, you know, I just think that when I saw that video, it just made me so sad because it wasn't even about him being attracted to trans women. It was just the fact that he was just so young and then he fell into that deep depression. And when you fall into that deep depression, you have so many things racing through your head where, you know, you think suicidal. And unfortunately, he had suicidal thoughts and he took his life. And it was all over people just not minding their business and just not being secure within themselves. So, you know, hopefully the family will find peace and the girl that, you know, he was messing with, the girlfriend, I hope she finds peace because I did see like a letter, not like a letter, but not like a letter, but she kind of like voiced her um, opinion about everything too. So, and then, you know, he, he was from Philly. So, you know, Philly is a place where like, I can't even say that a lot of men is not secure, but they definitely are. And they not rocking with, you know, some of the things. So it was just like, okay, you know, whatever. But I just pray that, you know, we can find peace within ourselves to just respect anybody's decision and what they try to do in life and just, you know, let certain things be. So, you know, hopefully 
the trans community can have someone that stands stands up for them in the way that people stand up for the LGBT community and support them. So hopefully they can, you know, get that support too. So we shall see. Um, also, so with Damn America, we have Florida wants to reduce the number of people with voting rights. So that's the convict, convicted felons. I always was a person that felt that convicted felons should be able to vote. I know that certain uh, things, you know, get stripped away from them. And it's like when they come out of jail, they basically have to start their lives all over again. And some people go into jail when it's their first time to be able, you know, to vote. So I read this article where the governor, um, Ron D. Saints, he signed a measure that was approved by the state lawmakers that makes the restortion of voting rights for people convicted of felons and content of having paid off all criminal debt associated with their conviction. So a couple of civil rights groups immediately, they filed a lawsuit in the federal court to block the new law by having it declared unconstitutional. My thing is like, I guess people were saying they they believe that it wasn't they believe that it's not clear whether the new law would withstand this legal challenge. But if the law stays on the books, it will greatly reduce the number of people whose voting rights are restored in Florida. So just to, so in Florida, Florida used to have the nation's strictest disfranchment law for people convicted of felons. So in most states, voting rights are automatically restored after a person is released from prison or after they finish parole or probation. In comparison, under Florida's old system, a citizen with a felony conviction would never be allowed to vote again unless they were granted clemency by a four-member board that typically had a long waiting list of applications. So the, the voters, they asked for a um, a change of that in November 2018 when they voted two to one to amend their state's constitution. So the amendment, I guess, the amendment four says this measure backed by conservative and progressive groups alike automatically restored the voting rights of Floridans with felony convictions after they complete all terms of this sentence, including parole or probation. Which makes sense because you already done did your time, you don't, you know, served your justice. So it's like, why can't things go back to normal? Like, why isn't your life and, you know, your life is already going back to normal. You have to kind of start all over again. So why wouldn't you be able to vote? So the new law that they want to put in, it restricts the impact of the amendment for so making it making the inability to pay off criminal debts the only thing standing between many people and their right to vote so that's why many politicians and civil rights advocates have uh um they have basically took the measure as making it like a poll tax which can i guess it kind of like it, it strips their right to vote for like nearly a century if they do the poll tax. So the 24th Amendment declared that poll taxes is illegal in the federal elections in 1964 and the Supreme Court barred them from state elections two years later. So I'm guessing that's what these 
I'm guessing that's what they're trying to do. So, I just, you know, it's Florida. Like, we all know what type of state Florida is. Florida is a red state. They're very racist down there. You know, they don't, you know, really care about blacks. Like, half of the people that need their voting rights restored are black so you know at this point they're like no so they saying that 80 percent or more of floridans with felony felony conventions who owe criminal debts might never get the opportunity to cast ballots according to the lawsuit filed right after these saints signed the new law it says so basically i guess if you owe i guess you have like a debt i don't know what the criminal debt is so i guess if you owe the criminal debt and you'll just never get that opportunity to vote or do anything. And I guess the new, the law, I guess, is saying, so you can have your criminal debts can be dismissed or it can be converted into community service. But they're saying more than 2,000 people who gained voting rights through Amendment 4 have registered within the first three months of 2019. The state anticipates canceling any registrations it deems ineligible once it sets up costly system to, um, to um, implement the law. Florida attorneys have said they won't prosecute anyone who registered or voted during the first half of 2019 for voter fraud, even if they are later deemed eligible to vote. But there are no protections in place for anyone who registers in the future. Damn. Oh, so what the criminal debts is that the criminal debts is basically user fees. So it's just like to defendants as they process through the system. So I guess it's like fines. So you get fines associated with each conviction. So if you don't pay off of those fines and those fees, then basically they're just saying that you can't be, you can't be eligible. So, and the state has, they have more than a billion in felony fines between 2013 and 2018. Damn. That's kind of out of control. So basically, it's like, you know, if you have money, you can vote. If you don't have money, you can't. If you don't have the money to, to pay off your fines, then you basically cannot vote. But if you have that money to pay your fines, then you can vote. I guess it's just like, you know, if you need a new registration for your car like you can't get anything until you pay off those tickets so you just have to wait I guess but it's just like you know voting is such a big thing like you only do it like once a year so it's like why can't these people be able to participate in this because honestly it's 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 basically changing and helping America, so I would think that it wouldn't be such of a big deal. Like that would be crazy. And they used an example. Said that this one lady she owes fifty nine million 
and restitution related to her insurance fraud conviction after serving a 30-month sentence. So basically, she if she don't pay that back, she's not going to be able to vote. And that's a lot of money. That's $59 million. And you know, and then that loses a lot of votes too, especially with this election coming up, because this election coming up is so um, important that all those people, because I'm sure it is a big percentage, and I'm sure there is probably a lot of people that owe a lot of money, just like that lady, is not going to be able to vote. And that's votes that we're going to need in order to change and make some things happen. So I think that's crazy. Um... And in, and in Virginia, they had over 150,000 convicted felons had their voting rights restored through action by the governor. So I think that is pretty dope. Damn. Okay. Hmm. That's kind of funny. I didn't really, I didn't really think that, hmm. And that's crazy, I think, you know, and this is a legal thing, like, this is legal. So basically, it's just like basically you got to pay off your criminal debt in order for you to get your voter voter registration uh, restored. I mean, it's probably, it sounds crazy, but it's just like, just like you're trying to get new license, trying to get new tags, got to pay off all your tickets. So I guess, you know, it makes kind of sense, but you, you're just going to have fewer people that are going to be voting in Florida because there's going to be so many people that with debt and so many people who don't have money because yet again, they're trying to build their life back up. So it's hard for them to already find a job, this, that, and the third, and then whatever job they find probably is not going to be paying them that much that they're going to be able to pay off that debt. So that's just a little flicky to me, but, you know, it's Florida. So that's why I'm just, like, so speechless about it because it just doesn't, you know, make any sense. Like, Yeah, like that's crazy. And that's going to be, that's a 1.4 million people. So it's like you shouldn't, you shouldn't, your ability to vote shouldn't be based on this of your bank account. Like it shouldn't be on that. It should be just, you know, you should be, everyone should be able to cast their vote and, you know, vote for whoever they, you know, feel can get the job done for certain, you know, things. But, you know, it's Florida. So, you know, so damn America. Who actually protects the transgender community? Hopefully, you know, a lot of people would just, you know, um, just open their eyes to certain things that are going on with that community. I really think it's a lot of hate crimes that are definitely going on um, to a lot of transgender people. Um, so hopefully they can get you know, someone that can represent them and, you know, things like that and uh, much uh, praise to that young man. And then also, you know, Florida, 
Hey, I guess, you know, like they always say, you know, money talks. So a lot of people are really um, about that. Like you got to have the bread, apparently. So the world is all about the money, 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 money. So, hey. All right, so our rising star, his name is Lauren Crawford. Um, he's an assistant um, professor at Brown University. Um, Crawford's research sits at his intersection, genetics and statistics. His lab is building machine learning authorisms, ag algorithms that help scientists understand the complex interactions between different genetic features in order to better understand genetic disorders. Um, he's 28 years old. And he's from Westwood. So shout out to him. Okay. So now, you know, unfortunately, I thought I was going to go back out and twerk, have a good time, and, you know, live my best life. But my old ass couldn't make it out. So I'm just going to go ahead and just twerk here and have me a good time just twerking. So, you know, with the rumor coming out that Future has another baby. Um, and I've seen a picture of the baby. And the baby does look a little bit like his baby, his um, son that he has with um, Bow Wow Baby Mother. But the thing about it is I can't confirm anything until I physically speak with Future and I physically, you know, have a conversation with the team. And then that's when I will go on a little rant about it. But at the end of the day... I don't care what nobody says. Y'all already know how I feel about future. I already tell y'all how future, you know, let y'all know certain things. He already tells y'all how it is, but y'all don't be fucking listening. So it's just like, you know, what more is there, you know, what more is this he to do? Okay. So you already know what the deal is with future. Okay. So I can't even, um, listen to any of that. I won't believe any of that at all. That's why I said it's a rumor for right now until he posts. On his page then that's when I believe all of this but until then I cannot listen to any of that so none of this is true okay none of it at all um also I was very speechless when I saw Eva Marcel she wants to do she did a name change for her daughter okay so you know her daughter's baby father is Kevin McCall we know Kevin McCall is not right you know i think he really needs to go seek help see therapy whatever but he uses instagram and twitter as his therapy so eva was on dish nation and she did a thing where she was like oh you know we went and got marley's name changed or whatever because I, my name has changed now since i re since i got married and you know we have our son and then we have our other baby that's on the way whatever and Marley was the only one who didn't have the um, husband last name. And, you know, she was saying how the husband has been there since Marley, been um, young or whatever, helping out, blah, blah. My thing with that is I felt like she could have maybe discussed it with Kevin McCall, like talk to him. I don't know. And then I also feel like maybe she could have hyphened his name, the baby's name. She didn't have to give her the full last name because it's just like, you know, it strips Kevin McCall of being her father to me. Like, you know, he signed the birth certificate. So she had, she went and changed, had, you know, changed all of that. And it's just like, okay, I get it. Your husband was there. 
as her stepfather, he stepped in, whatever. But I think that's a stretch to the point where, like, you're changing. She's not going to understand all of this. She's just going to be looking at this like, okay, you know what? My father, you know, wasn't there. That's technically not my dad because I have his last name. You know, you know, certain things. And I just think that's just ridiculous. I think some of these women are going, doing a little bit too much um, when it comes to these men and fatherhood you know it's one thing to just him just being a deadbeat not doing shit okay so you say but it's just like you know now you just take it to the next extreme because you changed her name and it's just like you know you didn't even have to do all of that you just you know when she got older you can just explain like look you know i got we married he has been in your life for all this time this and the third but your father, you know so i just think that was just a little to the extreme and then at the end of the day, like, you need to watch, you need to realize who you having babies with. Like, you know, you was in love with the snake at one point and you went and got pregnant with him. So, you know, whatever. And I'm sure you did your fair shit too in the relationship when y'all was together. I just think that was just such a stretch. And I really feel for Kevin McCall at this time because I feel like the seeing that probably really, really, really broke him. And, you know, sometimes people can be bitches. And I felt like that really was a bitch move. Like, that was really a bitchy-ass thing to do. So, and speaking of bitch moves, so, it's a family reunion at its finest, okay? A picture surfaced of Jocelyn, Faith Evans, and Stevie J, and Jocelyn's new man, and Bonnie Bella. Okay, we never thought this day was going to come. We just knew that they were going to still be bickering and going to court, trying to get custody, the woo-woo-woo, blase, blase. So now what we're waiting for is, we're waiting for Mimi and Jocelyn and Stevie and Faith Evans and Jocelyn's new man and Mimi's woman to be all in a big family photo. And then once I see that photo, then I know that everything is okay. But, you know, Stevie is working on a new show, and I saw Jocelyn there. I saw Sierra, Akbar. I seen some prep of the people there, you know. And even though he was flirting back and forth with Tommy on Instagram, I feel like Stevie is a new man. Now, Stevie may be a new man. He may have changed, but he still can't dress for shit. I don't know what the fuck he was wearing in that photo. It was like he had on a vest with a no shirt and these pants i don't know what it was but jocelyn was looking good faith was looking good jocelyn man new man looks good okay she found her a nice looking man down in, in miami okay she's looking healthy she's not looking crazy i always like the puerto rican princess and you know y'all know i love me a good scorpio that's why i love future because he's a scorp okay so i love me a good scorpio and jocelyn and stevie is scorpio scorpio so i never give up on them Okay, but that was a good family reunion picture at its finest. Okay, y'all not going to no family reunions like that. Okay, at all. That showed a lot of maturity on both levels. So I'm glad they was able to get it together and fix it and get it, you know, get it right, get it tight. Okay, get it right, get it tight. So MTV Movie Awards is supposed to come on on Monday and they finally got it right and finally are going to recognize Missy Elliott you know Missy Elliott always had their dope videos Missy Elliott always was that girl every album was banging she has came out with a new little EP it's only five songs and I'm kind of fucking pissed about that because I wanted more all the songs are good the first song is definitely a banger 
And she did a hot, banging-ass fucking video. And I'm sure on Monday she's probably going to perform that song. But when I tell you that we've been waiting for Missy Elliott, like, we've been waiting for Missy Elliott. Like, Missy Elliott can do no wrong, okay? She's the one, listen, she's the one that even that had the shortcut with the finger waves. Like, nobody can do a shortcut with the finger waves but Missy Elliott, okay? Super duper fly, I can't stand the rain, like, oh. Aaliyah videos like she is just the truth and it took forever for people to recognize her it took forever for MTV to recognize her and give her this award okay and I can't wait until they flash back and show all the classics of her like I just love Missy and I'm glad she's back she's looking good she's a cancer okay and Sis is still the bomb. Like sis, sis is still the bomb. Still got it. She's oh, she always will be a classic. And I just love me some Missy Elliott. And I hope we get more songs, like a full CD, because that thing had me jumping, like jumping, beginning to the end, jumping. Okay, jumping. So I, I'm really looking forward to Miss. I really am. I, I'm very, 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 very excited. And the album cover was dope as shit. Like. My girl was looking good. She's looking real good. I know she's going to tear this fucking stage up. And then, you know, I saw something too, speaking of the VMAs, where they said that Beyonce went backstage and was crying about the Taylor Swift thing. Okay, let me tell you something. I don't believe that to be true because I don't believe that Beyonce was backstage crying about no fucking Taylor Swift and upset because she didn't get her moment. Let me tell you something. When Kanye West got up there, everybody, you know, that was, that was, the moment when they saying that's when he started to spiral because he was already I think drunk on the red carpet with a Hennessy bottle that's when he was dating Amber Rose whatever this is the thing about it when Kanye got up there and interrupted Taylor Swift he didn't lie good people Taylor Swift should not have won over single ladies I, I believe that was the thing that was nominated no not have won and ever since then if I do recall that Kanye said, stop going to these fucking white award shows because they don't be recognizing black people for the music and their talent. And I think, I believe he did that to the Grammys with the boy named Beck. Like, y'all don't listen to thing about it is y'all like, oh, Kanye crazy. He doing all this crazy shit. But he be speaking shit. He be speaking truth. And I know damn well Beyonce was not back there fucking crying. If anything, she was crying because she ain't fucking win. Okay, and she put all that work into that video. That bitch was dancing in a fucking leotard. Okay, and I don't even remember what song or whatever Taylor Swift got nominated for, but it was just like, the fuck Taylor, and Taylor Swift, and bitch, Taylor Swift stole your whole fucking concept for the whole marching band thing, and bitch, you talking, they talking about she was crying? Give me a fucking break. She was not fucking crying, okay? I can't even. I can't even imagine that occurring at all. So, yet again, y'all want to throw Kanye underneath the bus and treat Kanye like shit. And I don't think that's, you know, the case whatsoever. I do believe that B was probably backstage crying because she was probably embarrassed for her, Taylor Swift. But then deep down inside, the bitch was like, yes, Kanye, yes, brother. Okay, okay. Give me a break. B knows how to be shady, okay? Trust me. The bitch gets shady, okay? And, you know, Jermaine Dupri came out too 
I saw a post where Funkmaster Flex started it up and Brian Cox started it up about how Jermaine Dupree called Jay-Z, told him about the NFL deal, Jay told him don't take it, and then Jay takes the same deal. So it's more and more stuff coming out about Jay. Jermaine, I was like, you know, I'll wait until Jermaine Dupree clears it up. Jermaine Dupree clears it up. Funkmaster Flex is still saying that he's lying. Rock Nation got him scared. This is the thing, and I'm not going to talk about this fucking Jay-Z thing again. We don't know what Jay's going to do. The only thing I can say is we can wait and watch and see what happens and then go from there and form opinions. I think it's too many opinions being made too early. Fucking NFL season hasn't even officially started. It's just been preseason and this is all this talk that's going on. So until I see something, then I can't even form an opinion. I'm not going to talk about it anymore. You know, Damon Dash went and made some points and it's just like, okay, you know, whatever. But we also don't see what Jay-Z does behind closed doors i came across a post that said something about how he sends cases of water to flint like nobody even knows that unless you know it's posted so he moves in very much of a silence and you know this whole nfl thing it may be something different whatever so I don't want to discuss it or talk about it anymore. I can care less. It is what it is. And I also want to commend him for the Meek Mill documentary. I finally watched the Meek Mill documentary. And I'm going to tell you one thing. I'm going to apologize to Meek because I was just like, you know, why are you popping willies? Da, 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 da. But when I seen his story and I seen, you know, everything he's been through with that judge since 19, I'm just like, damn, like, she really had it out for him. Like, she really had a vendetta against him. And, like, now I'm so happy that he was able to get her off the case, get everything thrown out, and get a new trial because every detail that was in there was all messed up details. And that just shows you how the justice system works and shows you how the justice system is against black men. So I really love the documentary. I thought it was dope. I love that Jay-Z brought it to light. And, you know, people get to see Meek's story. And, you know, to Philly, Meek is like a hero. He's a god. Like, everybody loves him in Philly. So, you know, that was, like, tight. Because, you know, like, I was asking to my friends, I'm like, damn, people don't feel like that with Wale. Like, DC like he's just like oh Wale like nobody like cares that much but I thought it was a good documentary it was good and you know um I do believe you know Nikki started some shit with him and Drake and was telling him shit while Meek was you know on them perks or whatever and drinking lean and shit and I do believe that's how that beef got started but I'm glad that you know you know, him and Nikki not together. I even though at the time I felt like they were gonna be like a lit couple. Um, I said power couple, but then I had to take back the power couple part. But you know, I saw something there, but I don't know. But you know, it was um it was pretty good. Um you know, then I also seen that, you know, Moniz from Love & Hip Hop, she broke up with AD and she was posting about the girl that AD is talking to now. She has all the tea in it. It's just like, you know, Moniz, I have a public service announcement for you, baby. Just work on yourself. Just focus on yourself. Because at this point, you keep getting back with AD, keep breaking up with AD. Then you're worrying about Fizz and April. It's like you got a lot going on and you cannot focus on yourself. So you need to really focus on yourself, focus on your hair, focus on the bundles, focus on your wig. You don't have to deal with loving hip hop anymore. So now you're going to be, you know, starting fresh, new. And I hope and pray that you can just focus and worry about Moniece because that's what you need to do. Worry about Moniece and what Moniece going to do. Okay. Because 
clearly all these people that are around you are clearly just, you know, some clout chasing people. They just want some little bit of time. AD wanted a little bit of camera time. She got the camera time. You know, I didn't even know that she was really into girls, whatever the fuck. But yeah, you need to figure it out, huh? Because it's just like all over the place. And, you know, it's not a good look. Um, so Lou Williams <laughs> and the girlfriend that he was messing with with the baby mother, she's pregnant now. And I want Lou to probably get a DNA test with that. I don't know. Because she was passed around between Trey Songs, and then after Trey Songs started messing with her, he went to Lori Harvey. But I don't know around the time that she, you know, got pregnant, but she is pregnant now. And when I look at these bitches on this Instagram and I look at these twins, I'm just looking like, well, what the fuck do these bitches do? Like, what job do these bitches have? Like, here I go, wake up every morning, okay? Five o'clock, try to get to work. And I'm just, you know, out here working hard as ever, trying to save money, this, that, and the third. And then I look at these bitches on Instagram, and she done got knocked up by a fucking NBA player. And I'm just looking like, what the fuck do these bitches do? How is it possible? Like, what is going on here? And I'm just, like, amazed because I'm just like, okay, this is really, like, this is really what's going down. So, you know, it's just a funny, you know, world out there, good people. But clearly, everyone, you know, loves it, okay? They clearly love it. So, um, also, I came across, too. That, you know, Fabulous wants to have a baby girl with Emily. And I think the only reason why he's coming out with this shit is because Emily was seen with Cam Newton. And Cam Newton and her, like, went on vacation together. They was at the club. And the whole time, I thought Cam Newton was married to that girlfriend that's having all these kids. I thought they were married. But then I had to look and I'm like, oh, no, shit, he's not married. And I'm like, damn. Okay, Emily's really out here living her best life messing with Cam. So, you know, when you... <laughs> niggas kill me. They want you when another nigga got you. But then when niggas... When, when, when niggas ain't got you, they don't want you. So, now I'm going to say you want to have a baby girl? Bye, fat. Okay? At this point, just let the girl go. You don't seem like you want to marry her. Y'all been together for this long period of time. You know, you're not taking it to the next step with her. You keep doing her dirty. You knocked her fucking teeth out. She was snagging to for like two month, uh, months or whatever. It's just like, okay, enough is enough. And, you know, I commend Emily. I'm glad she's out there doing, the, you know, fishing, looking, dating, having a good time, whatever the case may be. Fab is feeling some type of way and look at what this nigga say. He not going to say no shit like, oh, you know, maybe I need to settle down with this, that, and the third. This nigga talking about having another baby. Like, boy. So, I guess he's saying, like, you know, if I get this other baby, this baby going to make me change. No, nigga. No. 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 I think that's a stretch. I think you're doing a little bit too much. And I think you should just let the girl go. Like, just let her explore her little wings maybe when you let her go she won't keep wearing all this tight shit and this fucking camel toe and shit she wears some loose fitting clothes i don't fucking know but let the girl be okay and you know i also heard too i read it came across something where kim kardashian says that kev um that paris hilton gave her her career now that's a stretch kim okay now I don't know what she was doing with Paris Hilton. I think you were, like, working as assistant. I don't know. But, bitch, that didn't give you your career. 
lay on your fucking back and getting recorded gave you your career and we already know that so it's a little stretch when you keep you know bringing up all these different people and shit no bitch she didn't give you your career okay your coochie did so and that's fine because it's a lot of coochie out here that's get, getting careers okay look at the girl that's with lou williams okay so Stop with the line, child. Now, you, you was good in my eyes. I was taking up for you for shit. But now you just done went a little bit too far. Okay? And that right there, that that's right there. That, that that's, a, that's a big ass stretch. Alright? And you just need to stop with that. Okay? Zip it. Okay? And, oh, speaking of the Kardashians. So, Dancing with the Stars cast got revealed. And Lamar Odom is going to be on Dancing with the Stars. And I'm kind of excited because I kind of want to see this. I really think he got some rhythm i really think he know how to dance because i think his father knew how to dance real good and i think he's gonna be real smooth i know kel mitchell was on there um somebody else is on there. it's a lot of couple it's a lot of black faces on there so um i'm excited for that i know lamar odom has definitely turned himself around with this new girlfriend he got who's beautiful but he's also still in love with chloe i believe but still got the new girlfriend whatever but I'm glad that he's getting a chance to do that. You know, people ain't give up on him. I like Lamar. I told y'all I read the book. The book was good. And, you know, we'll see. We'll see if he got two left feet, you know. We'll see if he really know how to work it. Because apparently he can work in the bedroom. So let's see. If you know how to fuck, if you know how to dance, then you probably know how to fuck. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. So... It's a lot of shit, you know. I don't want, you know, y'all to think that Future has a new baby just yet because he doesn't. So once I speak to him, you know, because we do talk on Instagram. Once I speak to him, I will let y'all know and confirm the news. And then we can give him congratulations on the show. But for right now, there's no congratulations, okay? Um, I also, too, one more thing. I saw that the, the Rihanna fans are really pissed because Sean King is being honored at the Diamond Ball. Now, Sean King is like an activist. You know, he talks about a lot of police brutality, things like that. They felt like somebody else, sorry my alarm, somebody else should be getting the award. I'm not sure, but I didn't see an issue, you know, with him being recognized. Um, I know he had a lot to say about the whole Jay-Z thing, so maybe that's why she's doing it. I'm not sure. You know, I know Jay may be at the Diamond Ball. Who knows? So, you know, I don't know, but who knows? So, <laughs> So now let's get into like what you won't do. So what you won't do, Cam Newton, is show up to the game looking like a painter. Okay, listen, he needs a new fucking stylist. And maybe that's the reason why he's dating and sneaking out with Emily B because she can style him. That fucking outfit he had on the preseason game, he looked fucking horrible. He had a scarf wrapped around his head and then a top hat on. I don't know what the fuck was going on there, but he looked crazy. Okay, so hopefully Emily B can help him out. And then what you won't do, ASAP Rocky, is not think Trump and his administration did you, was you crazy now? And he didn't call over there to Sweden to let your little black ass out of jail, okay? And you didn't have the audacity to thank him, okay? You didn't write him a tweet. You didn't fucking send him any flowers. You didn't send him a fucking comb for his, you know, for his hair. You didn't do any of that. The nerve of you, okay? nerve of you because if it wasn't for him your fucking ass wouldn't be out of there okay okay so you best to call and you best to thank him okay because he feels some type of way okay so what you won't do cam newton is show up to these games looking crazy as hell okay ask emily b for some advice let her style you before the game 
Okay? And what you won't do with ASAP Rocky is not thank Trump and his administration for getting your black ass out of Sweden. Okay? He made a lot of calls. He had to go through a lot. You could have sent him a fucking Popeye's chicken sandwich. You could have fucking sent him a thank you note. You could have fucking sent him some tanner. You could have sent him something, okay? Because he went above and beyond for you, okay? He put his back out on the line for you, okay? His career, his presidency, okay? And had to make a fucking couple of calls for your black ass and you couldn't even fucking sign him thank you. Now, I don't know what's going on with you, but you need to figure it out, okay? So, this is episode 88, Speechless, okay? I hope everyone has a wonderful work week, okay? I hope everyone, you know, got them a good rest. You know, it's Labor Day weekend coming up, okay? So, it's the last weekend of the summer to party. Get your stuff on, okay? Twerk something. Um, you guys can find us on all platforms. iHeartRadio is the newest platform, so make sure you guys download the app, search um, also Spotify, Google Play, and iTunes, of course. Um, my Instagram is Shanghai87. That's my personal. And then the show Instagram is Shanghai underscore Chronicles. Um, so make sure you guys follow me, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. Make sure you listen, past episodes. Yet again, have a good week. And I'm out. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. <laughs> And it's attacking your peace of mind. Oh. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.